0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Phoenix Society. I am your girl, Rain's Joy, your favorite metaphysical philosopher and hype girl. I am here to teach you what you should have learned in school. Today, we will be doing a little review of a book called True Trust, The Most Powerful Force in the Universe. And it is by uh, Matthew David Hurtado. Right. And uh, while there were some things in here, I thought may help you see things differently or may help it click for you. And since this is the end of the week, I didn't want to start anything new to Monday. But before we get into that, I just wanted to point out that there is a 10K challenge going on. And what it's saying is that you, you have to repeat something at least 10,000 times before it gets impressed in your subconscious mind, scientifically speaking. Well, guys, I want to give you a little thing to ponder on or to help soothe you. Okay. I have a tally and I have been clicking every time I say an affirmation. Now, before I did this, I thought I was just drilling out hundreds of affirmations because that's what it seemed like, right? But in actuality, yesterday, um, this is what me consciously working towards it. I only did a thousand and that's because I put the effort into it. The previous day, I didn't put as much effort. I did put an effort where I was doing multiple things, I was affirming multiple things. So it was an effort to do 500, right? And then I had tallied myself doing like one of those 10 to 15 minute meditation sessions. And I think I didn't even get over a hundred. So what I'm saying is you may think you're affirming a lot, but you probably aren't affirming during that day as much as you think you are. That's why they kind of say 21 days, because in theory you should have hit 10,000. By 21 days, but really that's only depending on how often you've been seeing it. So that's something to consider as you um, persevere. You may not have just hit the number yet, and and I remember starting out in art. They said that you become a master when you've done it 10,000 times. So 10,000 times seem to be seems to be a magical number. But that was just a little insight to help you know that you're doing it right, you may just not be doing it as often as you think you are, right? Unless you're tallying it and counting it, you really don't know how many you're doing actually in that session, right? And one other little pro tip, I find that if I mouth it, it goes faster than if I say it in my mind, okay? All right, my phoenixes, it is time to rise. Class is now in session. Chapter one, the secret of sperm (laughs) okay whether or not you're referring to the woman who carries the baby in the womb for nine months to the new business launch arousal is the place to consolidate your focus i am suggesting that you make the goal about the experience of joy and not the temporal illusion of an achieved result right because usually it's the journey that you enjoy more so than the end result right New habit about living your expression of activity in this world rooted in a place of perpetual joy. Your quality of action is the seed sown. The vibrational state you occupy determines the resonance of frequency in your attractive state. Otherwise, I don't like all that vibrational speak, but otherwise, the higher or the happier you are in your state, the more happy things you're going to attract. If you're in a crappy state, you're going to only attract crappy, right? So if you're in the light, you're going to get more things that show up in the light. If you're in the dark, you're going to get things that come and pop out in the dark. Sexual energy can be used benevolently and transmuted to create anything you desire on the material plane. However, the world system attempts to pervert this energy and destroy its potency for propelling oneself into self-mastery. We pick up guilt and shame every time we misuse sexual energy in a way that defiles our highest good. The porn industry and modern culture have destroyed sacred values our creative design to keep this power in place for you to prosper in all areas of life. Adults, religions, and false authority in this world are good at corrupting us as we grow. Surrounded by their pseudo-knowledge, I avoid these traps at all costs. Reversing truth or harmony, Satan blinds mortals by flashing outer forms of terror, disease, lack, limitation, strife, or disharmony. Satan, or fear, can only create by deceiving us into bringing graven images into our inner kingdom. Imagination, when we willingly do set our minds and hearts upon evil, perhaps from reserving social media and some idea of tyranny, conflict, disease, lack, and poverty, we sin in blasphemy. Satan only gains power from within. We submit to temptation from a suggestion that two minds exist, good and evil. The original word for God is good, and he shares power with none other When we reflect on images, thoughts, and ideas that disturb our peace, we break the first two commandments. Put no other gods before me and have no graven images. Now, I like this statement because it puts it in a different respect perspective, right? That when you're um, resorting to fear, when you give in to fear or anything that doesn't make you feel good, you are actually going with another god because the god of God or the devil, right? So you're siding with Satan because God is only truth, light, love, everything that makes you feel good and harmonious. Right. If you believe in anything that goes against that, then you're doing a graven image. images. Right. The man on the earth is drunk in sin and blind, reaping what he sows as he contemplates discordant ideas. Adultery is when you spread satanic ideas or fear as your seed offering. And like all forms of blasphemy, it has consequences. Right. So he's doing an excerpt from the Gossip of Philip in the Nag Hammadi Library. Every act of sexual intercourse between those unlike each other is adultery. Over time, religious charlatans have hijacked the gospel and twisted its original teachings in order to usurp control over people by saddling them with guilt and fear. They taught adultery differently. The following scripture in Matthew chapter 5, verse 28 has mentally castrated many men and forced them into false ideas from food and drug addiction to pornography. But I say to you that whoever looks at women to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Sexual energy is the most potent force man possesses for creative expression. Right? The original meaning of adultery is vastly different, according to a gnostic mystic. Every act of sexual intercourse between those unlike each other is adultery. The root word is sexual, derived from the Latin "secare" to divide or cut. The word intercourse, which is when it was coined in the mid-15th century, also derived from Latin and meant communication to and fro. Now, adultery means that a person has become divided, unwholeness, unholy for lack and want, and is communicating to and fro. And therefore, whoever looks at a woman to lust for her means a state of wanting, lack for any good things. This intercommunication from the outer realm, belief in the superstition of matter, produces discord and disharmony within the emotional heart of man. Unlike the inner kingdom, the outer kingdom is a barren place and cannot create, representing effects and not cause. Right? I love that because it's saying that the sin is not wanting the woman or the man, depending on your presence. The sin is coming from a state of lack and not seeing yourself, It's already having the person within your 40 reality, right? I love that. Like mind blown, right? So anytime you live from lack, that is when you are committing adultery because you are sinning, you are cheating on yourself. You are cheating yourself out on the actual experience because you get more of what you have. And if you're saying you don't have it, you'll never get it right. If the assume it is okay by me for them to fornicate or sleep with someone other than their partner, a simple reminder that do unto others as you would have them do unto you clears this up. Let unselfish love guide your actions and prosperity will be the result. If you let sexual, selfish desire, the expression of lack rule over you, you will squander your good. Growing up in my daily fantasies, I was, as Neville Goddard would describe it, put into works the highest form of prayer. The human imagination is the living Christ in the outer world or material form is an empty carcass. According to the Gnostic teachings, until, mine, until man rises in this knowledge and lays down his form of life, he remains bound by sin, Satan and fear. Right. Because you only create within and then it gets pushed without. Right. The um, 3D world is. Not the cause. Your thoughts are the cause. The 3D world is just the effect of what happens based on your thoughts, right? So the 3D world is an empty carcass or an empty blank canvas until your thoughts paint the image on it, right? So by your thoughts, see your world, right? The word sp- the word sperm means to sow and see. The entire outer world operates as the seed on the seed faith principle. What you sow, you reap. Deeper knowledge. Unless you pierce through the veil and walk by faith and not human sight, you remain blind. You must end the blasphemy where graven images from the outer are offered within to the Holy Ghost, the imagination know that the outer world is an empty carcass and governed by the rule rulers who hold you captive in the middle place, the reasoning, reasoning mind, you are ignorant of the father, whoever remains in ignorance until the end is a creature of sin. Right? So that's, um, the rulers, are holding you captive is when you listen to the limitations and the fear mongering from the uh, 3d world right when you believe in all those negative 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 things they say that cause you fear anxiety when you believe in anything that doesn't make you feel good you are sinning you are ignorant because you are unconsciously creating that right and anything that is not good is opposing christ and nothing opposes god right The perfect analogy to describe this is a little child who has a stick in her hand while pretending to wield a sword and slay evil dragons. In her imagination, she expresses, sows the seed, in her world, the Christ power of spirit from within. The adults around her cannot see God with their human eye, so they assume it is all make-believe. The truth is in plain sight. You make yourself believe by playing through your living imagination and expressing these qualities as a state of being in the present moment, acting as if the outer circumstances reflect your imagination right now. Right. So when you're doing your affirmations, when you are doing your um, visualizations, whatever your technique is, you are putting your state self in the state of having it now right? You're living in the present moment, right? You're living in your current reality, which is whatever you are creating right here in this moment in your forty reality. All sin is sickness, disease, including poverty exists only in the flesh and outer realm of matter, right? So the sin is these thoughts we think, these thoughts we believe, right? So we need to realize that illness, poverty, um, negativity, and general fear are our illusions created in the mind of man pushed out into the 3D world and circulated through the hive mind to the unconscious. But once you're consciously aware, you now know that your thoughts create the reality. So what reality are you creating for yourself? right? And you want to focus on reminding yourself that fear is an illusion, right? Reminding yourself that you are God and nothing is going to happen in your reality unless you say so. You have to keep reminding yourself of these things. and You have to catch your thoughts so they don't create things that you don't want. And it also helps you know what beliefs you still need to work on. No mistake or material condition called matter can infringe on your birthright as a son, descendant of God. When you learn to rely wholly on spirit to meet your human needs, you gain trust in God and in other people too. You realize that you are the source of what comes into your experience. You determine what comes to you by you choosing your attitude and focus. Turn towards God, the good, or turn away from life and towards human will and arrogance, rooted in lack, want, and lust of the flesh." Right? And that all means that when you do not believe in, well, when you're unconscious, You're going to create things. You're going to believe in all that. But when you're conscious and you actually work and remind yourself repetitively who's in charge, which is you. You remind yourself that you're God. You remind yourself that your thoughts create reality. You stop yourself from going on a negative spiral. All these habits help build this new reality for you. The cipher in this scripture reveals that you have to die to the mortal beliefs of this world. The idea that you exist in the outer realm of matter and material flesh is nothing but a time space illusion of the five material senses, a sleep state of ignorance. Consequently, one rises in spirit out of the dream by coming to the Father through Christ. The only way to the Father is through your imagination. Accepting the substitute for the real, you fall asleep in the dream of the five material senses. Soon, adults condition you out of your childlike, playful essence and your connection to the living imagination. And I'm all sure you remember hearing, you you know, be realistic, come to the real world. And even now, if you're practicing this and you tell people, they probably tell you you live in la-la land. You're in another planet and be glad that you are. The living imagination of Christ never suffers a deficiency or shares authority with the other life is within omnipresent itself you cannot exist in matter it is impossible perfect harmony remains intact at every point in the universe otherwise the whole of creation would break at its weakest point in other words an ignorance, man is trapped in a sleep state having surrendered to the outer realm senses of sight smell taste touch and hearing he is merely cargo traveling through time and space across shipping lanes or shipwrecked or abandoned in a foreign vessel dry and docked Superstition beguiles man into a captive state of delusion at every turn, deceived by his five material senses. The world system deems that this man dead and lost at sea. A corpse carrying a corporate entity name in all caps, your uppercase name on your birth certificate, with a corporal meat suit enslaved in a shipping ward, traveling across sea lanes. So in other words, you need to live by faith. You need to live by the unseen world you're creating in your 4D reality and not the 3D world. That is just a, a, a cause. It's that is not the cause, but just the effect of your thoughts. right? You can't change the 3D. It is already done. What you have to change is within, which is you. Although they matured in years, they remain bound to the outer world because of pride, arrogance, and fear of losing social status and the acceptance of others bound like them. Now daunted in their near cortex, many of my former friends called me stupid for opting out of the public fool system. On the contrary, living righteously, righteously is to bind yourself to the ways of the material world, beginning with the first cause, believing you were born in the flesh, right? The world must grow strangely dim to harness this force for unbearable advantages in your life. When you allow the cares of this world to take over or dominate, you are succumbing to the error and illusion, captive as a prisoner in the middle kingdom. You see, everything happens for you. Most people assume things are happening to them, but really life is happening through you and for you. It is your choice if you want to embrace it or if you would rather it remain stifled in human reason and doubt. Right? So at the end of the day, everything is up to you. Instead of holding perfection in thought, the illimitable and conceivable one established unchanging truth. When men identify himself in the world of matter, he becomes captive as a creature of forgetfulness until he knows the father of Right. And that's when you're unconscious and you're identifying with the 3D world. The inner kingdom is your living imagination, also known as the Christ. This place is always in now space. It is the full fullness of the Father of Light. It is your eternal salvation. Your purpose is to choose the thoughts of God, not the wicked ideals of mortals. Your outer kingdom is the realm of time-space illusion, a dream of the five senses where the tarot becomes dense like fog, right? So I actually like that. Right. And then I want to just get into touch on a couple things from this chapter and then. I know it sounds oh this chapter is chapter two, how to manifest your true love now. And I see in myself all the things I see in you. I know it sounds crazy, but who you are attracting is always yourself. Everywhere you go, that's all there is. You just running into you right and this can work in both healthy and unhealthy ways maybe you keep meeting the same dysfunctional person time after time many people experience one felt relationship after another never realizing why this happens maybe you see other people talking about how glorious their mates are and all the while you are cringing inside because the last neurotic psycho you attracted like the one before that bamboozled you yet again Do you ever feel like the same person keeps tormenting you? No, seriously. Do you ever feel like a new relationship ends up becoming another chapter of the same repeating pattern, right? And that happens because that is a pattern within you. That is belief. That is an assumption within you, right? And until you change that belief and assumption, you're going to keep attracting the same people, right? Because you have to change within before it is changed without. So instead of believing in the limit, limited uh, limitations of, of the 40, uh, 3D world, like all men or women suck, all men and women cheat, uh, what other blasphemous things they say? Um, you'll, men are hard to find. The or older you get, the pool gets, just pool shrinks. All these are limitations. All these are lack. Every time you took a thought of lack or want, Lousy ex, you are too fat, nobody wants you, you are too old, you can't afford a lover, etc., etc., etc. Is lie after lie after lie. You produced a karmic episode or blasphemy in the case of contemplating a deficiency, a deficiency and then feeling lack or want in your emotional state. You created, created it from your inner kingdom. The world out there is set up to trick you, deceive you, and bind you because this is a game right and the whole point of the 3d world is to keep you is to keep you distracted it doesn't want you to get your power or it wouldn't be a game right just like any game you play you're going to have a foe you're going to have a goal and you're going to have things jumping up and trying to stop you from getting to your goal right so your focus is your power what you give your attention to what you focus on what thoughts you create what things you agree with, what things you repetitively repeat in your head. These things create your world and the 3D is set up as you become awake, as you start awakening to throw things at you, to make you fall back asleep, to make you give up, to make you react. Cause once you react, you're saying that it's true. That's why you only want to try to react to things that actually line up with what you are creating, right? Matthew chapter 13 verse 12 states, for whoever has to him more will be given and he will give abundance. But whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him, right? Because when you're living in a state of fulfillment, when you know that you're always going to have, when you see what you have instead of what you want or what you wish you had. See, when you come from a state of wish and wanting, you're coming from a state of lack. And when you're in a state of lack, you're also in a state of fear, of, be- of believing in the 3D reality, of believing that everything is out of your control, that everything is created in a 3D world. Which means you, whatever you fear will come to pass and you're probably going to fear losing the things you have because that's what negative thoughts do right? You are in a state of fear. You are in a state of lack. And so your thoughts are always going to be on what you don't have. And what we're trying to change our set mindset to is only focusing on what we have. That's why you use those techniques. That's why you use those affirmations. And that's why you use a mental diet to stay on top of your thoughts, right? Because when you notice your thoughts trying to go to lack, you can be like, oh, that's not true and revert them back to what you have, back to the wish fulfilled state. Right back to your goddess. Mark um, chapter eleven, verse twenty-four. Therefore I say unto you, What things so, soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them, right? So at the end of the day, when you get that desire, when you get that thing that just won't leave your mind, you know that it's something you want, it's something that you meant to have. So now you go into your techniques right so you pray and your prayer your techniques right whatever affirmations whatever inner conversations whatever visualizations et cetera et cetera you are putting in your mind are what you're saying you have right and you're coming from a praise of already have had it or already having it or you're having it right now and then if you, as you persist and persist and don't be double-minded it will come into fruition because that is the law right um And I just thought this was just driving home the point that you are everyone pushed out. Everyone you come in contact is a part of you, whether it's good or bad, because we all have the capability to be the other. right? So when someone comes up that triggers you, try to figure out why, what do they represent to you? What part of your life may have uh, occurred that makes you see them as an issue? right? Because that person is popping up in your world for a reason. Right. Remember, you want to see everything in your 3D world as a guidepost, like like you're in, because you're in a game. Just like you get those little signs to say, hey, danger here, or you got to figure out the puzzle. To see everything as a puzzle. So when some negative theme pops up and you thought you were affirming the opposite, maybe there was something in your belief system that you haven't yet addressed. So try to figure out what it is. Right. Try not to get too But the whole point is to detach from your 3D world. When people say detach or let go, they don't mean your desire because if you don't have your desire, how are you gonna impress your mind? You have to constantly think about what you have or you're not gonna have it until you, you know? But you wanna detach from the 3D world. You wanna detach from the limited being, right? You wanna realize that everything is created within. So how can, you're not changing the 3D, you're changing your 4D, right? Um, So then this guy, uh, and I also thought this is the part he saw so at a point in his life, he went through it. He fell back asleep because sometimes you may fall back asleep. So there's a point in his life and his marriage was not going well. Um, so he fell back asleep. But then uh, and he or he put most of his focus. I mean preference, He put most of his focus on his business success. Right. And then at some, then 2020 hit. And then he had time to focus on his marriage. And he realized this. Right. So, I mean, they separated and were living in different houses and he would try dating other people. And then he realized this. I no no longer believe the lie that there is someone better or more suited to my emotional needs out there. Why? Because there is no one else out there. It is my relationship with myself that is being projected everywhere I go. Right. I discovered that your partner is a mirror of your inner expectations and beliefs about yourself. So when you change those variables with wisdom, your imagination, your partner's reflection of your inner state also changes or they fade out of the picture. and The only thing left in you is love itself, which bears no detrimental consequence. Right. Once you realize what I just said, I do apologize to your butt hurt ego, but it will not be able to run around telling lies about God's performance ever again. Here's your tail to see whether you are the problem or if it's your partner. Were you bothered or upset? If you, if so, then you are the one holding God in contempt. Your disallowance of goodness to maintain its continuation of the evidence in your life is human error and reason that falls into drunkenness, strife, wealth, Wrath, sorry, not wealth wrath and sin right so <clears throat> when you change the way you look at the world the world changes you are to guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life no longer is the issue of who did you wrong or any important importance because the answer is obvious you did yourself wrong you believed in competition in human minds Willful acts of betrayal, sinful lusts of the flesh, and a time space illusion as recorded by your drunk five human senses. To sum up the mass to sum up the massive shift that happens is forgiveness, not human forgiveness. The idea is a fraud from the beginning. Real change is to create your thought to know what God is doing, thereby thereby dropping all the extra baggage by realizing it never happened. Could God set you up for a heartbreak and cheat on you? Was it God that left you for another lover? Is God treating you with a lack of respect and being mean? Did God put you down and call you nasty names? Was God responsible for racking up your credit card debts and going off on a drinking binge? Was it God that went out partying with his friends and ended up in bed with another partner? Did God turn into his mother and become the curse that you cannot stand to listen to anymore? Is God? Is it God who is mean, possessive, abusive and condescending to you and the kids? No. Your work is to correct your sight of God or goodness. You view the facts of life as permanent ideas throughout all time and space. You leave the external material senses ideas out of it. Right? So you leave the 3D world out of it. You put these narratives out of thought and reject their appearance or performance. Performances as nothing more than false evidence appearing real. Fear. You recall the steps to sin, fear, confusion lack of confidence or trust double-mindedness division the fear uh and he has it uh fear you know spelled uh fear dot e dot A dot R dot, so fear, false evidence appearing real is material evidence that appears that appears to go contrary to god's permanent expression of peace love joy kindness faith temperance long-suffering forbearance and goodness All life is contained and governed within the permanent ideas of God. Anything you perceive as happening to you is happening through you when your heart is troubled and the human thought suggests false evidence. Right. So at the end of the day, everything is created within you and pushed out into your 3D reality. Right. There is no cause but you. Your imagination is a God within you. And whatever you do in that creates an impress onto your subconscious. Right. So that's why you want to stay on top of your thoughts. You want to be true to your mental diet. Right. You want to flip those thoughts and remind yourself, one, that you are powerful, that you are the creator of your reality, that your thoughts are creating your reality. Right. That your attention is your money. And what are you spending your attention on? Right. So you want to make sure you are focusing on the solution and not the problem because you get what you focus on you get what you were looking for, right? That's why I was saying it. I would start that challenge because when you go out into the world looking for love, then love is what you're gonna find. When you go out into the world looking for hope, that is what, well, joy, let's say joy, because hope to me seems like more in a lack of world. But when you go out looking for things that are good report, that you're just gonna get good, more good things coming to you. When you remind yourself that fear is an illusion and when you stop yourself and remind yourself that, god or infinite intelligence or your subconscious mind or whatever you want to call it the universe some people may prefer that is looking out for you it would stop those negative thoughts in its tracks right remember that light disperses darkness there can only be one Right. You can't have both. Right. That's why you can't be double minded. You can either be of the light or the darkness, but you can't be of both. And your subconscious mind is going to go to whatever your dominant state is. So if your dominant state is darkness, then that is where it's going to automatically go. If your um, conscious and subconscious mind are in conflict. So the way to not get them is in conflict is to not be double-minded. So if you are saying you are the most amazing thing that's ever happened to this world, you can't say anything that opposes it. You can't think anything that opposes it. And when thoughts come up that try to bring you back to your old state, you rebuke them, you reject them, you, and then you remind yourself what the real truth is this is a habit right and the more you do this the easier it would get the more natural it would be for you to automatically jump back into your state right all right guys i intend that we we have discussed today will help you along your path to the most amazing and beautiful life right and your homework is to only focus on the solutions be on top of your thoughts make sure when something pops up in your mind that is negative And is that is not aligned with what you are now create, uh, what you are now choosing? Remember, we're not creating anything. Everything is already created. We're just simply choosing. Then you you reject it and you remind yourself because you can't. Nothing exists in a vacuum. So you can't say that's not true and not replace it with something else, right? So you say that's not true and then replace it with your new truth. That's your new affirmation or your new inner conversation or whatever technique you use, right? All right, my phoenixes, I know you are out there rising to your fullest potential. I wish you nothing but love, light, and abundance. Love, light, and abundance is all I see for you and for me. Until Monday, Reigns Joy out.